to the Big Three Podcast, a weekly podcast from Gaimia Baptist Church where we sit down and unpack three big questions raised from our Sunday sermon. I'm your host, Roxanne Lawler, and today I have co-host Matt Willis. Yay! <laughs> we swapped seats. Yes, we did. I, I'm the host now. Look in yes, my eyes. I know. I'm so much power. Now. It's yeah, gone straight I'm to your head. It. The tall poppy will have to come through. Yeah, that's fine. It will happen in the podcast. Just you wait. How are you? I'm good, friend. Yay! I'm good. Yeah, Yay, good stuff. We're, you know, we're doing the big three. That's always a vibe. I know, um, a bit late this week. A bit late this week. You know, it's been, it's just been one of those weeks. It has, it has. Life happens, the world turns, and we try and keep up as best we can. And the rain continues to fall. Oh, my days. I'm oh, so yo, sick yo, of it. Yo, yo. Absolutely. Yeah, other than that, doing great. All is well. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great. We've had uh, big news this week uh, in, in terms of GBC. You're looking at me really <gasps> yes. shocked. I know. I was but like, oh my gosh, pod twist. Boss has returned. He has. And not Jesus. We're still no. waiting for the Lord to return. However, <laughs> the second best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the Reverend Dr. Mark Rader. He's here. He's uh, back. Our SP. And he's back. We'll be in the big three podcast later. Yes, he will be. No just, spoilers there. I know. But well, just, sorry, just, just blurt it out. Oh, no, I know. I'm excited. So get excited. Big three listeners. Mark Rader returns. And, we're, and we're, it's the three of us, the three amigos oh, back together. It's nice. 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 Oh, beautiful. Oh, what a moment. <laughs> uh, well, for those of you who missed it, uh, Matt preached this weekend during our Sunday services and he wrapped up our series called The Kingdom of Heaven is Like and looked at parables found in the Gospel of Matthew and what they teach us about God's kingdom. Matt spoke from the parable of the wedding banquet and asked us to consider what type of guest would we be? And you can listen to that message again through our regular GBC sermon podcast. But today in the Big Three, we're going to keep the conversation going from Sunday's message. Uh, and as we said earlier, we will be joined by Mark Rader. Um, Matt and I will be putting the Big Three questions to both Matt and to Mark this week in a stunning twist as we dive deeper into the invitation from this week's sermon. So, Matt, this is weird because I'm going to ask you the it's classic so question weird. of what stood out to you in the sermon you preached? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're kind of like we're, we're all mixing up our roles I today, know, but, know. you know, just keeping it real, keeping it fresh. Hey, what um, was it like? Because you kind of had to a bit of a discovery on this parable. It's not an easy one. It was a full on parable. There is yeah. a lot in here. So, like, I'm keen to get into the big three. I'm also <laughs> very thankful that Mark is going to be <laughs> here to help. <laughs> Help with some, some of, of those questions. tricky questions. Because not only is it a parable about the kingdom of heaven, but there there are tones of, obviously, it speaks a lot about violence. It's very, yep. like, uh, hyperbole is big, exaggeration yep. is big, and there's a lot of violence in the parable. Just crank so it to 11. What does that mean for us, particularly when the one being violent is the king who is meant to represent God, God in this? Yeah. So how does that relate? And I think that's actually coming up in our big three. Yeah. But also, you know, that one-liner, that zinger at the end, you know, what is it? Many are invited. Many are invited, but, but few, few are chosen. chosen. So then there's that language of the elect. Are we selected for faith? Are we not? Is it predestined? Yep. It's a mind twist. What do we do with oh, it? Yeah. I don't know. What so came I first, just. The chicken or the egg? <laughs> so I just avoided <laughs> all yeah, of it yeah. in my message. Um, but listen, I think, uh, like, I I loved this. Uh, as as difficult as those kind of themes are, yeah. the overall and the overarching kind of invitation from the parable, I think, is an important one yeah. for us to – it's that um, we want to be people who are on purpose. We need to take kind of self-audits every now and yeah, again about, yeah. okay, like – Am I showing up to this party? Yeah. And if I am, like, what am I bringing? Like, yeah. what does that look like? What kind yeah. of guest am I? Um, you know, that's not something that we just consider when we give our life to Jesus and then it's like, oh, well, then I'm mm. invited. I'll, I'll, like, I've, th- yeah, I'll take tick, my seat at the table. Done. Yeah, yeah, right. There's this ongoing need to kind of consider and reflect. Yeah. And I think it was a great opportunity for us. You know, we've unpacked so much about what the kingdom of heaven is like. And then yeah. this parable, as much as it spoke about what the kingdom of heaven is like, it's yeah. a banquet, the, the heart moment mm. is, well, actually, now that we've learned all this stuff about what the kingdom of mm. heaven is like, am I even going to show up? Yeah. What um, am I like? Yeah. Yeah. What am I like? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well done. Yeah. Thank um, you. Love that. I listened. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I think it was a good way to end. It was a good challenge to end on. Yeah. I, I did love that. And I think you did put the challenge out there. Um, like there was so much in that message, Matt. It was, it was really great. And when you got to that, the guy who was badly dressed, you know, he's just wearing his ordinary clothes. Yeah. He had the hobo sort of, guest. Yeah. Him. The hobo. Bless exactly. him. 
exactly. I just love that challenge of transformational change. You know, mm. like, uh, you know, are some of us just kind of showing up and just, you know, that'll do? Yeah. Like, or are we actually devoted to that transformational change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, such a good word, really challenging. Oh, thanks, friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was a thing that stuck to me. I was like, man, full on. Well, it is now time for us to start looking at the big three questions submitted through our Slido this week. So, Matt, what are the three big questions this week? Right on. So, question number one is the lesson of the unprepared guest that they lack enthusiasm or that they lack faith? Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Um, number two, and this is where I'm super stoked that Ray Dogs has returned. <laughs> How do we deal with the violence of the king in retribution against the violent guests? Yes. You know, there was a reason why I left this out of yeah, my sermon. Yeah, it's because I knew Mark was coming back yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> he can tackle that bad wise, boy. Wise, wise move. <laughs> um, and question three, everyone is invited to the banquet, but it's clear, however, that not everyone is welcome to stay. What lessons should we draw from this? Mm, Boom. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. So you're going to hit one and three. We'll, we, yeah, we'll. And We'll, uh, I'll do my best. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Raider we'll will catch me, I guess. <laughs> Safety net. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, there's only one thing missing, and that is Mark Raider himself. So, Mark, welcome back. Thanks, Rox. Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's a better reception than it could have been. Yeah. So. <laughs> he just has to say hi, and we're like cheering. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good to be back. Good to be back. It is good to be Yay. back. It's good to have you back. Yay. Yeah, uh, 12 weeks went uh, really quickly. In the end, for you, for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So at uh, you know, at one level, it felt like it's like anything. Yeah. You know, the first few weeks, you're like, this is just going to last forever, mm-hmm. and then the last three weeks, you're like, wow, where'd the time go? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a, a good time away, and I watched a lot of hockey. I played a little hockey. Mm-hmm. I read a little bit. Rested. Mm. Here I am. Speaking well of hockey, I noticed yep. that you still have all of your teeth. So I well do done. have all of my teeth. Well, I, I do wear the full cage yeah, well. uh, mm. to make sure that I protect the teeth that I was, <laughs> was given. <laughs> Although, protect the assets. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Some of my teammates were like wear the mask and they also wear like they, they'll have a mouth guard because mm. they say, you know, like it. Apparently you just never concussion know. and yeah. stuff. I'm like, I hope I don't ever get hit. Yeah. So, yeah, it is a non-contact league. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's been fun. Right on. Yeah. Aww, All I've good. got is a couple of bruises out of it. So, oh, boom. Oh, some war wounds. It's yeah. always good to have some war wounds. Mm, well, I, got, I, I took a photo of one because it was like, it was the size of my hand. Just Oh, that's big. Uh, just just yeah. like inside of my thigh above my knee. Right on. I blocked a shot and mm. it was like... All the colors yeah. of the rainbow. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, wow. <laughs> nice. that moment where it's like, I immediately regret all the decisions that have led me to this Well, it was funny because right it now. just stung yeah. when, it, when, you, yeah. When, yeah. when it hit you. And you're like, oh, man, that, that stings. But then the next morning I was yeah. like, oh, Ooh. that's why it stung. Because oh, <laughs> it's mm. purple yeah. and yellow <laughs> and it went green. And it was just beautiful. Love it. <laughs> Love it. What a vision. What, what a vision. What a vision. <laughs> and we're thankful yeah. it's not summer that we don't get to see it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There were a few times I went for a walk and yeah. I had my shorts on. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I hope Ooh. no one's <laughs> wondering what the heck happened. But it did make me wonder what it's like to get in front of a shot by like a professional hockey player. Yeah. A Wayne Gretzky, so yeah. to speak. A- a- anyone that's who's that That's my one, one hockey same, player same, that I know. Same, same. <laughs> one, or just, you know, like here I am playing ho- like division four hockey in Australia <laughs> and, I, and I get a bruise like that from yeah, well. some guy. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine. I just... Um, new respect. Yeah, yeah. New respect. beautiful. Well, it's great to have you back. Yeah, well, particularly Thank for you. some of the questions that we've got coming up. Yay! All, <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's get into the big three. All right, Matt. I'm going to go with the first one. Um, the unprepared guest. Ooh, is the lesson of the unprepared guest that they lacked enthusiasm? Like, you know, let's get in there. We talked about FOMO mm, and um, mm. all the rest of it. Um, or did they actually lack faith? Yeah. Um, I've got to say, uh, like, so th- we had two questions that kind of yeah. spoke about this. Um, so <laughs> I fear that maybe I just wasn't clear enough on Sunday because I actually don't believe that the two are mutually exclusive. Yeah. And they both, both the questions picked up on enthusiasm. And I actually <laughs> think that that was the one word that I kind of just threw away yeah. in my yeah. message. But um. So I think that like to go more broadly, like I think the question, uh, the lesson of the unprepared guest is around the notion of um, 
are you open to the transformation that faith makes available to us? Yeah. So here is this guest who, um, not because of, um, you know, a lack of uh, resources or a, a lack of capacity mm. shows up to the wedding banquet without the appropriate clothing. It wasn't yeah. because his circumstances forced him to be unprepared. The way that um, scripture reads and the way that many commentaries read it is that it, there was an active choice um, yeah. that he had just kind of been apathetic to the significance of what this invitation meant. Yeah. And so didn't just didn't, prepare himself. He just yeah. didn't think anything of it. He was like, you know, I'll show up because why, why not? not? Yeah. Um, easy come, easy go. Yeah. Like I, I'm open to be there and to be one of the, you know, one of the invited, but I'm not necessarily going to put any effort into, um, you know, being appropriately prepared for, yeah. for what I'm stepping into. And I think it's that choice um, that is super significant and, and the lesson piece for for who that character is in the parable is that when it comes to faith, um, you know, the, the unprepared guest, if, if I can apply what we learn from him to someone who is, um, who, who calls themselves a Christian, who claims to have faith, um, what that looks like in, in our lives is the person who kind of wears the badge of honor of I'm mm, a Christian. Mm. Um, but, their their actions and their attitude towards yeah. living a life of faith for Jesus yeah. um, do not reflect that. And so, you know, I think we've talked a number of times mm, in the big mm. three and a lot of our sermon series this year have kind of bowed to the idea of being open to the things that are of new of God, yeah. that we never get to a point where we arrive, um, that there is always more to learn, more to experience, more to perceive of God, that there are new revelations around every corner and we want to be people prepared for that, yeah. prepared for those new experiences and to learn something new and to, um, you know, step into a new opportunity that might be really foreign to us, that might mm. stretch us and force us into growing, um, you know, gifts and abilities that we never had, perceptions that we never had, yeah. understandings of who God is and what he's calling us into that we've never had before. Yeah. And so... The enthusiasm piece that I spoke about on Sunday is that um, what this guest lacked is a desire for for those things, mm. a, an excitement and an openness mm. to um, to change that he had kind of and, and I spoke about the language of you know a hard and a soft heart, and that a hard heart was someone who would kind of close them off to being. Um, I guess, swayed or directed by the will of God. Mm. Um, you know, so, you know, Christians can have hard hearts. Yeah. Hey, you know, I call myself a believer and I'm going to come in, I'm going to sit, I'm going to take my seat yeah. in in the service and I'm just going to sit there and, and actually not allow, you know, the worship and the prayer and the scripture mm. and the sermon and, and the time of community and fellowship and discipleship to actually penetrate my heart mm. and and pull me into a, a, a potential of um, needing to reassess, needing to shift and mm. change my attitude to things and my actions towards things. Um, whereas, so that enthusiasm piece mm. is a, an excitement and a hunger and a thirst and a yearning for what faith in Jesus makes available to us, yeah. which is a whole new thing. You know, yeah. we're told we're made into a new creation yeah. and, and um, you know that there that the old is gone and the new is mm. here, and um, you know we die in our sin and we are alive in Christ. Like there's all this language of, yeah, transformation. of rebirth and yeah. transformation, absolutely. And so mm. we don't want to be the unprepared guest. You mm. know, we don't want to be the person who shows up to church just when it suits us. Um, we don't want to be the person who only engages in faith when we've got nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, we don't want to be the person who doesn't um, prioritize what a journey of faith requires of yeah. us, yeah. which is 
to be open to the things of yeah. God, to be open to his invitation. It's kind of a, a control issue too in some respects. Well, I and that's the thing. Like, know, it, was, like, it was a tricky structural yeah, yeah, choice yeah. In, the, in the sermon because um, the first guest who completely and overtly rejected Reject, yeah. the invitation of the king, there is an a lot of overlap in terms of their heart and attitude to the unprepared guest. Even mm. though the unprepared guest showed they up, showed up. He he mm. came. Um, the state of their hearts was still very similar. similar. Yeah, I think, and you know, I spoke about this on Sunday. You know, for the ones who overtly just rejected the invitation. You know, Jesus, when he's telling this parable, he's talking to the religious leaders. These are people who were also elite. These were people who also had power and influence. They were the people who you would expect to receive an invitation and to understand the invitation. But what we know of the religious leaders throughout the gospel stories is that they had their own sense of control over, you know, what faith looked like um, and particularly what faith looked like in a way that – continued their sense of power and authority in that yeah, space. Yeah, they were fully invested in yeah, were, maintaining the status the quo. Status quo. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So for them it was very much about control. And, and mm. so for those first lot of guests who rejected mm. the invitation, mm. it was about control as well, that yeah. they wanted to, you know, they paid no attention, they went about their business, tended mm. to their fields. They wanted to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and I think for the, for the unprepared guests there's a – there's an overlap in that yeah, space, but again, what I said on Sunday was I think um, to like if if we're splitting hairs mm. um, and kind of looking at the more nuanced differences between these two guests, um, you know, for the unprepared guests, I think it was about comfort. Mm. It was about oh, I just want to go about like which still has a yeah. sense of control. Yeah, it right? does. It does. It's, it's self protective. Like, it, it is, and, and especially that's the motivation behind it. Especially isn't it? when you walk into the parable and you live in the parable in the mm. way that we've we've talked about. Mm. You know that can be us. You know we can be coming to church or to the Bible or to Absolutely. our life group or whatever it is, and we've shown up and we think that's good enough. Mm. You know we've just shown up, mm. but we have no real intention of opening our hearts, our mm. lives to mm. you know the conviction of the Holy Spirit yep. or to as you say like letting the the worship time or whatever penetrate our heart, yep. um, and so therefore we are we are that closed fist that you spoke mm. about. You know, we're, we're maintaining that level of control, yep. and it's self protective. Yeah, and it's because you know because why is it because we fear what God will do in us that mm. we fear the transformation mm. we we distrust God. Is mm. it um, you know it might not just be an enthusiasm. It might actually be do we actually know. And, and believe that God actually wants the best for us, mm. you know, that he actually wants to clothe us, you yeah. know, in, in a suitable way and, yeah. and change our lives. And it's actually going to be a good and better and right thing. Yeah. But we're maintaining and, you know, like we're, we like our pre-transformational self because we know that and that's familiar. Well, and I think it's also like it's a reflection of our culture as well, isn't it? Like yeah. we are told to control our lives to um, allow us – to have a certain level yeah. of comfort. Like the yeah. two are very linked. Yeah. Comfort and control, control and comfort, yeah, whichever we, comes first, whichever is the driving motivation. That's our agency, right? It is. You know? and, um, <clears throat> and so, you know, like I, I wonder if it's less about a sense of certainty about God and more about a sense of certainty of what we already have. Yeah. That yeah. is known. That feels good. Yeah, that feels right. I know it. And you're asking me to step Ooh, out step into the out unknown, in step faith. onto the water <laughs> yeah. where I might sink yep. and you yep. know, get my fancy yep. clothes wet. So, yeah. um, All my dirty clothes. I didn't think he had fancy clothes. Well, he yeah, did. Yeah, he did. But I mean, I would. <laughs> I would. Um, <laughs> hey, look, how don't you love it that we've, we've just totally gone the big three and then we've just rabbited on. I even know though, here. Right here. <laughs> Am I? Am I here? Well, we've had 12 weeks of- I know, of just like, like me and Matt, blah, 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 blah. It was like, let new the pastor speak. <laughs> um, so, um, Mike, have you got anything to add to this yeah, conversation? Please, great. earn your keep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I Very mean, it is coming. Question yeah, two yeah. is coming. <laughs> Utilitarian. I mean, just listening to the conversation, and I, you know, I think that there's um, there's certainly truth in in how you're how you've been engaging with the, mm. the parable. Um, I think that but there now is Now let though, me tell you what it really means. <laughs> <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. So here it is. No. <laughs> but I do think that there's there's also a really important element in, in, in the parable where the fellow just didn't take seriously enough what was happening. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like the whole, the whole idea that you'd show up to a wedding and not have wedding clothes. Like it's just, that's just weird. Mm. 
you know, and the guy's speechless, like, uh, I don't know, I just just thought like, I'd rock you up. Didn't yeah. You, mm. What part of this didn't say wedding? What like what yeah. part of mm. this made you think that you didn't need to come prepared? Mm. And and I think that that to some degree, then that the preparedness for what we are engaged in. Mm. Right, that there's mm. something really significant mm. happening, and that the kingdom of God is an invitation. Is something really significant demands yep. that we be both enthusiastic and faithful. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah, like yep. we, we need to kind of be both of those things, given what we are being invited into. Mm. I mean, that was mm. that's why the king goes all you know nuts on yeah. the first guests yes. because he's holding a wedding for his son. Mm. Mm. And he's invited them along. Mm. Like, it's, here's your opportunity to join me in my joy mm. and participate in this. You know, you think about a kingdom. Yeah. In 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 the celebration of the prince. Yeah, the future king. Mm. Your your future, yeah. future boss. King. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, like this this is one of those moments of fraught with. And it seems like the first guest just went. Does, uh, doesn't matter. Mm. Like they they missed the import mm. uh, yeah. of, of of what was taking of taking place around mm. them. And so I think that that piece is also worth mm. kind of noting. And, and and it's worth noting that the preparedness is not what gets him into the wedding. Yeah. Right? Like, so this is not some sort of reversion to a works-based, mm. yeah. the kingdom of mm. heaven is for those who look the part. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Which yeah. comes back mm. to what you guys were saying about, you know, yeah. I show up and, you know, whatever yeah. the case mm. is, or I engage in my own mm -hmm. devotions whenever I can or mm. in a crisis mm. or whatever yeah. the case mm. is. It's not about earning your way, but it is about, like, they go out and they just go to the byways and the back streets and they get the good and the bad. Mm. Mm. Some of those people would have had wedding clothes only in the loosest sense of the term. Yeah. Mm. Like, these are my sort of special clothes. Yeah. yeah. They also happen to be my everyday clothes because... Mm. That's it. it. That's, that's, that's what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I cleaned it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And the king doesn't approach them. It's no. about this fellow who showed up and just kind of went... Just, Whatever. just yeah. didn't do the math mm. on what he was being invited mm. into. Mm. And so the, the invitation is given to us regardless of our exactly. yep. ability, mm. but we need to be prepared. Mm. We need to be prepared to play, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. I think that Recognize that who then, we worship. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, I think if you're prepared, then that will in you, that will impact your enthusiasm. Yeah. Right. It'll Absolutely. impact your faith, mm. you know, because you go, yeah, I have I haven't seen the outcome yet, but I know I'm going to act yeah. as yeah. if, right? Yeah. Like, so coming I'm to the wedding for it. of the prince, my one day boss is, if I can put it this way, it's a bit of an act of faith. Mm. Right? Who knows whether that son will become yeah, king or when throne. he'll become king yeah. or all if he'll be a good king. Or, yeah. yeah. But it. by showing up and celebrating, yeah. I'm basically recognizing that this is a distinct possibility yeah. and I should live like that's the reality. Mm. Faith. Mm. Enthusiasm is the whole, this is a wedding, so. Happy days. You know. <laughs> Glad Rex. Well, then they, like weddings did go for yeah. days. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so, and then, you know, then, and on the king's docket, like this would have been pretty good knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> so I, like, I think that component yeah, of it's worth kind absolutely. of drawing out as well. And I think it, like, I mentioned this on Sunday, but for anyone who, who hasn't heard the sermon, who's listening in, I, I want to reiterate it, that a lack of preparedness is not the same as a lack of certainty for someone who might be faith curious, but, you know, unsure still, who might still have doubts, who might still be wondering with their questions about who God is and what the significance is of, you know, of the wedding. And I think it's to some degree, it's acting on what you know mm. or acting on yeah. what you believe. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, if people are still trying to sort out Jesus, yeah, you know, well, then sort them out. Yeah. Like, have the questions. Yeah, yeah. And, but what you do believe about him, act on. Like, yeah. Because that's, that's where you you get the level of preparedness, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm going to back up what I know mm. or what mm. I think I know yeah. or what I believe or mm. what I'm in the process of believing. Mm. So, mm. yeah, it's no, good. It's good. Wow. Fantastic. Right Great on. stuff. Well, <laughs> there we go. Let's get on to question <laughs> yeah, two. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Raider. This is where this is where I really earned my. <laughs> this key. is where you earn your key, right. where you earn the big bucks. <laughs> First question was just a nice opportunity yeah, to yeah, speak. So. Yeah, yeah. We just you know we threw that as a as a bone. Um, question number two: How do we deal with the violence of the king in retribution against the violent guests? And 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 really, I think with this question, the heart of it is just how do we deal with the violence 
in general um, sure. in this passage because, you know, the unprepared guest that we were just speaking of, he gets thrown out into the dark. He, he gets tied hand and foot where, you know, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Like he copped it hard too, mm. like, and, mm. and at the king's request. So um, there's just a, there's an, a, there's a real thick theme of <laughs> violence in this parable. Yeah, well, and I think as you pointed out at the outset, the violence is problematic because it's associated with the character of God, Mm. right? So Mm. in the parable of the Good Samaritan, the violence of the thieves against the yep. the guy walking it doesn't bother us yeah right because yep. the thieves are not God <laughs> right so it's mm. uh, it is it is the the question of violence in relationship to, yep. to the character of God and you know like I'd like to say that there's a really simple answer to that but there's not mm. <laughs> um, you know I think so strappy <laughs> this is going to be a long one <laughs> well not necessarily I think that there's um, there are a handful of things I think we need to recognize about mm. violence and violent imagery in Scripture. So to begin with, and you know, this is a parable, mm. um, and so Jesus is not saying that this is exactly how it will be. Um, I don't think we can necessarily draw parallels between every detail of a parable and some sort of outcome, right? Yeah, so yeah. the king is God and the son is Jesus. Like, what are the wedding clothes? Mm. Like. You know, is it is it our faith? Is yeah. it our enthusiasm? Yeah. Is it yeah. preparedness? Okay, yeah. maybe. Love. Like it mm. kind of becomes yeah. a little bit what more it, of a yeah. general application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, does the field and the that that some of the guests who were invited went to does that have some meaning? Mm. So, like, I, we have to be careful in a parable not to set necessarily say that okay, this violence has a shall we say a real world application, a direct, yeah, yeah. transference, a direct, to yeah. our yeah. experience. Yeah. Now, Having said that, there are <laughs> there are elements within this that that do speak of a coming judgment mm. on those who reject mm. what God has offered mm. so freely, and and that's that's actually a fairly helpful place to maybe begin as well, because one one of the th- one of the themes or one of the one of the key characteristics of God is His justice, right? Mm. And that God will bring justice. Yeah. And and justice, while we want it to be peaceful, and you know, in most of our experience, it is right. Mm-hmm. Like you know, okay, legal cases can get drawn out, and they can be bitter and angry. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, yeah. there's a legal case because it's not. We don't descend into. It's you not know, retribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, but then there are consequences for actions, right? And, and God is committed to justice. And so there may be, like how that looks may include, well, people copying it, if that mm. makes sense, right? Mm. Like, and so whenever, whenever we, no, no, not whenever, but often when we encounter violence in the text of Scripture, part of what it's pointing at is God's commitment to justice, mm. to not allow the wicked to get away with it, yeah. to not allow um, the those who reject his ways and trample on his people and trample the poor and the marginalized mm. and the widows who are unjust, who live their best life now at the expense. Of, like there's mm. a commitment in scripture that God goes, I will make that right. They will yeah. not get away with that. Yeah. And I think we would say, Amen to that. Yeah. Right? The idea that we would get to the final judgment and God goes, nah, all those laws, it was kind of a little bit of a whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're all good. Everyone gets a pardon. Everyone's in. Like, you know, a gold (laughs) star for you and a silver star for you, but like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think think many Mm. people would be bitterly disappointed Mm. if that were the case. Mm. And so if we are committed to a God of justice, a God who will... Um, who will make things right? Yeah, there's some of that language that we find here. Then, now again, I don't think we can necessarily draw one to one comparison mm. between you know God being the guy who shows up and destroys the cities, yeah. and yeah. that that feels to me mm. like a, in the context of the story that makes some sense, mm. right? Because um, that happened. Mm. Mm. Uh, there were some famous examples where um, in the Roman Empire where. Uh, statues of the emperor were torn down in cities in riots and revolts. And just the tearing down of the symbols of mm, empire mm. led to full-scale destruction. Mm. Um, there was a famous instance in uh, Thessalonica, 
Um, that old chestnut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where the emperor, he was just disrespected and he just slaughtered mm-hmm. people. Um, this is during the Christian age. Mm-hmm. And so the bishop didn't let him come to church. Because oh, he just slaughtered. You can't see which was, <laughs> which was this enormous act of bravery because yeah. he had just been disrespected and killed a yeah. bunch of people, and yeah, now yeah. you're telling him he can't come to church. Yeah. Uh, and a fellow named John Chrysostom, one of the most famous preachers in uh, Christian history, one of his most famous series of sermons mm. was called the Sermons on the Statues, when the people of Antioch mm. had rioted, torn the statues down, and then freaked out and had sent an embassy to sue for peace. Wow! And he preached every day, and everyone came. Mm. And he, like his first sermon was basically, oh, that you would be this aware of your sins all the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He said, but you're in a crisis, and here you are. Yeah. So, so, and, and, and you know, the point of his sermon is not, not really the point, but that idea of a king being disrespected just by tearing yeah. down the statues yeah. to him and reacting with retributive mm. violence yeah. kind of rings true in this story. Mm. Like, I don't think anyone who was listening to Jesus would have gone, well, that's what? weird. That seems Why over, would the king be enraged? Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. like, nope, that, that would be about right. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, if the emperor had invited you to mm-hmm. the wedding of his son, you were like, nah, I got better things to do. Yeah. What are those field. better things? I just you know, got to go check out a cow. Mm. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, okay. No. Say goodbye to your city. Mm. So, so I think that, that within this, there are some elements that kind of fit in the context yeah. as well. So I think that's probably how I would, I would seek to answer this question mm. as well. And mm. to some degree, it comes back to the, you know, the point about being prepared for what God has invited us into of yeah. recognizing the import. Mm. Um, we can't treat the kingdom of heaven like just know, another, Mufti Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just another you know, dinner invitation. And just kind of go, yeah. oh, whatever, like take it or leave it. It might be like God's like, no, this is yeah. the kingdom of heaven. Mm. That's that's what Jesus is saying. The kingdom mm. of heaven yeah. is like mm. this amazing mm. event, mm. an incredible event yeah. that yeah. you're invited to. And eventually yeah. every like they just pull people in and yeah. and then you show up and you're like, whatever. Mm. Like it's the importance of of it. Yeah. Um so like I, I I'd probably hesitate from from going much further than saying that there is judgment for that kind of rejection mm. of mm. God's invitation to us. Yeah. And then more broadly, when we encounter some of the violent imagery, particularly in the Old Testament, yeah. to a lesser extent, some some of the new, I think one of the places that we can find a place to stand, you know, because it can feel yeah. like deep water yeah. when mm. you start talking about violence and, and whatnot. Um, but one of the places <laughs> that's why of, we threw you in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of we're the places still wearing our ladies. Yeah, yeah, we're still wearing our ladies. <laughs> <laughs> is is on that idea of God's commitment to justice, mm. yeah. and what that means for us. And if we are committed to justice, mm. you know, like even in our day and age, if we're committed to justice, we want to see people incarcerated, mm. yeah. even if we know that that's not the best thing for them. Like, there's an element of us you can't just let them go. No, mm. you, mm. you can't let people who have you know, killed or, or, or ruined people's lives mm. or just acted with incredible set. Like we, mm. we want that to be right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so that, that brings with it then a commitment to follow the God who will make things right. Mm. Um, and I don't think God will just kind of storm around and, you know, destroy stuff, mm. you know, which is, I think where the, the parable falls down mm. I guess, in terms of an yeah. example. Uh, I mean, interestingly, one of the books I read on my long service leave was actually about violence. <laughs> um, uh, not about violence per se, but the theories of a fellow named Rene Girard. Who, oh, good old Rene Girard. Uh, good old Rene Girard. Uh, Rene. That's right. <laughs> it was a book that was recommended by someone I really respect. And, uh, and so it was, the one, it was the one book I had to finish while I was on long service leave. And boy, it was hectic. Um, French philosopher. Well, he's a French philosopher, but he talked a lot about like – um, Freudian psychoanalysis oh, yeah, and a lot of structuralism, yeah. like Levi Strauss and a number of other like names that I've I, I've read. Just your average beach time, yeah, you know, yeah, sometime yeah. holiday so, read. <laughs> but it was really interesting how he talks about violence, and 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 he he would argue that the God of the Bible, Old and New Testament, is consistent in rejecting violence. Mm. Um, interesting. Because, you know, in a passage like this, it's like, uh, I'm not sure how. Well, but then yeah. even more so, like mm. in particularly in Old Testament narrative, yeah. We yeah. See, like 
it's overtly yeah. there. Like yes. there's there's yeah. there's no like mm, am I interpreting yeah. this wrong? It's like <laughs> no, no someone no. just got speared. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and again, some of that some of that is contextual. I think in terms mm. of the ancient Near East, it kind of made sense. And I think some of it, if I've read Gerard correctly. Um, he he. <laughs> they both nodded. <laughs> uh, I'm not convinced, but nonetheless, at least I fooled them. Um, but he hard. he has a <laughs> he has a very strong um, underpinning of what's called progressive revelation. Right? Yeah. yeah. That you know, and and we would we would hold to that. Right. Mm. That there's things that you know at the end of the story that you didn't know at the beginning. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he would have a very very strong basis in progressive revelation, and so part of what he would argue, it would seem to me, is that the violence that God um, uh, demands or uses in the Old Testament mm. was basically God weaning His people off of violence. Yeah. Um, rather than a commitment to violence as his modus operandi, right? Yeah. Like I'm angry mm -hmm. all the time and I'm violent all the time yeah. and that's what I want. And yeah. then Jesus shows up going, love everybody. And we're like, what? What he would argue <laughs> is that God was always opposed to violence. Mm. And we see that most clearly in Jesus, but that the Old Testament was a process of Mm. As I said, weaning, weaning his off. people away from violence, mm. the violence found in sacrifice, the violence found in everything So else. it's and, not and part so of the, the character or makeup of God, but it's something that God uses as a yes, tool to yes, teach and train yes, and to yes, administer yes. justice. Yeah and, yeah, and that the idea was always to reject it. However, I mean, that's if I've read him correctly, and that's one of the places I'm a little bit uncertain of in terms of, in, in, cert, in terms of how... I feel about Gerard <laughs> you know, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But so, so I hope that, you know, for whoever asked the question, I hope that gives you at least some sense of, yeah, nice. of where to stand. You know, passages, you know, like in Joshua are, are complicated in other ways. Yeah. Um, sometimes, I mean, you mentioned the word at the beginning about hyperbole, mm. um, you know, purposeful exaggeration to make a point. Um, there seems to be some hyperbole in scripture, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, about some of that, the number of times, you know, the number of times that groups of people are completely destroyed, not just in biblical literature, but in extra biblical literature, mm. only to be then fought again the next summer. You're like, mm -hmm. hmm, I'm not How sure. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everything sounds a little That's bit like completely propaganda. mean here. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so I think there is an element of hyperbole and, and shall I say a propaganda mm. that kind of fits within, you know, the one fellow's commentary on, not commentary, but his reflection on the violence in Joshua. Um, he said that that Joshua, the book of Joshua, was just telling it like everyone did. Like they were just yeah. they were using the language and yeah. the metaphors wow. and imagery that everyone else uses. Anyway, that, that's what was the TikTok that's, that's, that's a fourth question. <laughs> that's a fourth question. That's yeah. another that's right. one. Yeah. Well, you know, now that I've read Gerard and maybe got my head around some of what he has to say, we can yeah. Unpack some well, of that. before he takes off on that, yeah, that's yeah, right. let's, let's move start. on to move question on. three. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> you did good though. You yeah, did well good. Done. All right, Matt. So we kind of um, addressed this a little bit in the first question, but um, I guess this is where we're going to get a bit more practical and a bit more, you know, I don't know, real world application-y. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone is invited to the banquet, but it's clear, however, that not everyone is welcome to stay, you know, hence the, you know, unprepared guest, I mm. suppose. What lesson or lessons should we draw from this? I think... Um no, no, no! It's predestination. So answer no. the predestination <laughs> question. <laughs> Come on, who invited you back? Who invited you back? We all know that no, that's no. what the question's yeah. about. Right? So we hang we on every word. Stop filling people's minds. with really well in yeah. your theology yeah. class last Yay. semester. Stop! You did. Okay. You smashed it. Okay, can we? You did I'm really feeling well. uncomfortable. He's telling us before how well he did. Did well. Good job. Anyway, can we get to the question, please, everyone? One. But I think it is a real world question, so feel free to land it there. It is. Because, you know, why? Oh gosh, I'm all, I'm, I've got nervous it, rash oh everywhere no. now. Um, I think something something that is in the tone of this question, and if I'm misreading yeah. it and you asked it, I'm sorry, but um, in the whole like not everyone is welcome, what I'm reading from that is a sense that um, – Jesus and God uh, choose to unwelcome people yeah. to um, the banquet, into relationship, into the kingdom of heaven. And uh, 
my understanding of the broader character of God, not just um, demonstrated in the parable of the wedding banquet, but in scripture and I guess in my own personal journey of faith, is that that is not the case. Mm. Um, You know, it's kind of, it's contradictory then that everyone's invited, but not everyone is welcome. Um, If you've been invited, well, then that means you're welcome in a sense. Well, the language is like... Chosen. It's chosen. Yes. In the, in the parable. Which is, not. which is where, um, uh, let me get there. You're getting there? Let me get there. Sorry, I jumped in early. No, I mean, you will need to clean up my yeah, mask. Yeah. Mop up um, in just R3. Not, just not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got more splatter. Okay, let me know when. More splatter to throw out. Um, so, like, but my main point is that, uh, like, I don't believe that this is about um, uh, God being exclusive um of people, I think that, and, and this kind of ties into some of my reading on the violence part of yeah. this passage, which I, I chose to keep out of the message because there was enough in there. Yeah, and, it was big. You know, everyone would have just you know been hung over by the end yeah. of it. Um, but something that kind of that I read um, as I prepared for the message was around the violence, and that this wasn't actually um, that maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't read the violence in the parable of the wedding banquet as as you said, Mark, like a direct transfer to God's um, kind of affirming of violence or God's desire to Mm. create violence, but that actually it's, again, hyperbole kind of to speak to the harshness of the outcomes of our choices. Mm. A lot of this parable is actually about our choices. What, you know, are we going to reject the invitation? Are we going to be ready for the invitation? Are we going to open ourselves up to all that the invitation has to offer? Once we're there. And I think the whole, the the notion of um, unwelcome, if I can put it that way, is that um, that's actually more a reflection of us as as humanity um, than it is the desires of God. I don't believe it's God's desire to exclude or remove anyone from his table, anyone from his kingdom, anyone from his invitation to follow him because we see that his invitation is sent to all, but I do believe, and I guess this also ties into your um, what you were talking about, Mark, about justice, is that God is a just God, and one of the ways in which we experience justice is by someone kind of going, "Well, if that's your choice, mm. I'm going to allow you to live that choice." Mm. And so I wonder if the the unwelcomeness of that unprepared guest, the fact that he was removed from the table was because God was kind of, its a, well, I guess it's a reflection of God kind of saying, you made a choice to actually not be really here. You're here, but, yeah, you're, but not you're not really, really here. here. Mm. You've made a choice to not engage with what this invitation means, mm. and I'm going to respect that choice. And what that choice actually means is that you're not here at this table, um, not, in, not in a true meaningful way. Mm. I do find the use of the word chosen at the end of the parable as strange because nothing else. Please explain. Well, (laughs) well, nothing else in the story has prepared us for any language of choosing. Yes. Right. Like many are invited. We go, yeah, that's, that's the parable. Mm. Yeah. You know, I've invited all the people. They've rejected Mm. it. So Mm. I went and trashed their city. Um, And now I've just sent and invited heaps of other people. Mm. And the only person who is uninvited is the person who really, (laughs) Well, was yeah, unprepared, was like, unprepared. Yeah. didn't mm. take the invitation particularly seriously. Yeah. And so you kind of get, yeah. so the idea that, sorry, the, the statement that Jesus makes at the very end, I think is perhaps the most critical part of this to kind of mm. unpack Bring in, it home in, right in, in a funny kind of way mm. because of where Jesus lands it, right? Mm. If he had just mm. finished with, you know, that we, we've been in a of teeth, we go, okay, that's, that's rough, but that's a depressing mm. way to end a yeah. story, <laughs> but fine. Uh, and even <laughs> it if, makes he, sense. if he'd done the whole for many are invited, mm but not everyone stays or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's an emphasis on, I think, on our choices, as you, as you yeah. said. Which guest are you? And I think that that's, that's, that's that mm. feels like the heart of the real world application, yeah. Mm, yeah. you know, and it's, I think we do have to be very careful about the whole, you know, you showed up, but you weren't really there. Yeah. Language. I, because I think we can all, we can always show up to just about anything every so often. Yes. Or even regularly and just be like, I'm only here because I'm taking a box, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I don't want to, I don't think we need to, to kind of weigh, weigh ourselves down with added guilt mm. to those mm. sorts of weeks or months no, or whatever absolutely. it is. But I think the idea to go back, I think the language you use, which is not 
like it's not uh, as interesting that's not found in the text, but mm. the idea of the unprepared guest. Mm. And that's a really, really good way to describe mm. the guest. Mm. And while there is some truth that, you know, if we're going to show up at life group or if we're going to be we're going to do our devotions in the morning or the yeah. evening or whatever, or we're coming to church or something that we do want to, mm. you know, try to be prepared mm. for that. Yeah. I, I think the bigger issue, because Jesus isn't talking about personal faith decisions mm. no. per se. He's mm. talking about participation in the kingdom, mm. in the reign and rule of God in the mm. world. Mm. Are we going to take that super seriously and and be organized? Yeah. You know, and, and order our lives in such a way that – Mm. You know, when the king shows up, he goes, mm. oh, you're obviously ready for the kingdom. And yeah, oh, you're yeah. obviously mm. ready for the kingdom. Mm. You know, when they go into the byways and the highways and yeah. they get the good and the bad. Like I, I find myself wondering, like, were there other people who were poorly dressed? Mm. I'm mm. guessing so. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I but think they this came is, prepared for the wedding. Because yeah. mm. you know? it's not about. It's less about the minute details of the tasks yes. that you do and more a reflection of, of the heart. Yeah, in exactly which you do what you were saying yeah. at the beginning. We yeah. can yeah. all, like, y- y- even the most devout follower of Jesus can have days where they might pick up their Bible and be like, yeah, I'm no. not vibing it yeah. today. Or yeah. come to church and just yeah. be like, I wish well, I had a Can I go one step further? Yeah. It's not about they might. They will. They, they will. do. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not about, we're not guessing. Yeah. You know, we're, not, you know, we're like, <laughs> yeah. this is the reality. Real talk, mm-hmm. real talk. Because, yeah. we're, because we're human. Mm. Yeah. And we have we're seasons in our lives. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. just, it's so it's not it about perfection. No. It's about preparedness. Preparedness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I keep thinking about like playing hockey. Of course you what do. A, yeah. like, <laughs> Surprise. Particularly out of this last little patch. But like it, it's not about being the greatest mm. hockey player mm. or even mm. the best player on the team mm. or the best player on the ice. It's, yeah. it's about being prepared. Mm. And mm. you know, like the thing that struck me and you know, just when you're know, looking over the, the parable, it was like it was the idea that I would go to a hockey game without any of my equipment and yeah. expect that I could play. Yeah. You know, and the referee would go, you don't have any skates on, you don't have any protective equipment yeah. on. Was like, where's your stick? I mean, you're an idiot. You know, and and, right. and throw, yeah, throw them be, outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where you would, let's just Get face it, there teeth. would be weeping and gnashing <laughs> from you. That's right. Yeah. But it'd be warm. Yeah. Um, so like, and that, like that idea of someone mm. just kind of going, yeah, I showed up to something, but I am not even remotely prepared yeah. for it, Th- that idea, yeah. I think has lots of transference then for, mm. if we're going to be participants in the kingdom, yeah. we need to be well prepared. You and know? taking yeah. God seriously as well. <clears throat> yeah. um, mm. There's something in this as, as well, I think, about the holiness of God and our acknowledgement of, of God's holiness and his worth, because yeah. I think if we do grasp you know, how how mighty and majestic and holy and powerful and good God is, then it becomes so much easier for us to appropriately respond to mm. that invitation. Mm. Um, and which I think it's so interesting that you talk about a king because, you know, if if the king or the queen invited you to go to the palace, you know, you'd be there in a heartbeat. And yeah, you, I'm not, you know, I'm, you know I'm, you'd be I'm there. I'm not big on the monarch. No, but, but if Lizzie, if was, Lizzie to was to send me an invite, yeah, I'd absolutely. Show up. I'd even do, I'd even do Harry and Meg's, to be honest. I really would. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. I know, very much. I would, I would even do that. (laughs) (laughs) Any, you know, there might be a a few royals I I wear. Yeah, yeah. But um, but part of me thinks, you know, like if we really do grasp, you know, who God is, Mm. His His Majesty, Mm. then that just puts everything into perspective, right? You Mm. know, you think, yeah, this is God. Mm. You know, this is the Creator of the universe, and I'm invited to. To, to his banquet, to his a relationship with him. And then it doesn't matter. You know, the field doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Just get in there and get, you know, get prepared to, to worship God. You mm. know, he's, he's, he's massive. Yeah. Why well, would you yeah. say no to that? And like, not on the flip side, yeah. but on kind of another level, we're being invited into the kingdom. The kingdom. Yeah. Like, a compl- yeah. like not just another way to live. Yeah. Mm. But the way to live, the way to live, the way that yeah. is wise and good and right yeah. and in alignment with the way the world is meant yeah. to be, when yeah. we will find peace and we will find yeah. you can't compare anything to that exactly. Yeah. And so that idea of you mm. know, I think that's that's part of the wedding mm. invitation, and we kind of think event, but it like no, the kingdom of heaven yeah. is like it's like this really, really, really significant seemingly exclusive, mm. like, you know, yeah. like I was not disappointed when I yeah. didn't get a ticket to 
Megan and whatever. Yeah, I, 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 well, Megs like, and I Harry's wedding. You don't we even, don't even know. know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. So Catherine like, and what's his face? Canada <laughs> is part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> 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 no, I'm in a penal convent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but the, so I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. And I wasn't disappointed because I had absolutely yeah. no expectation no, that no, I would exactly. be on that list. Yeah, yeah. And so here, and, and to some degree, for most of whom Jesus, most of the people that Jesus is speaking to, the idea that a king. Yeah, would wander through the back streets yeah. of their town and say, "You do anything yeah. this afternoon? Hey, let's go!" <laughs> you know, yeah. like we're going. Yeah, You'd be yeah, like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> and yeah. then I think that that it goes hand in hand with yeah. you know, understand the greatness of God, the the uniqueness, the specialness, the yeah. privilege, yeah. the you know, and then to 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 translate that into the way we live, like we're being yeah. invited into this a celebratory way to live, yeah, yeah. a way that is right and. You know, and yeah. good, and yeah, uh, and so there's something about how are we going to not just prepare, but how are we going to live that live? invitation? Yeah, uh, awesome. I think that becomes mm. you know kind of the the catch-all application yeah. without having anything particularly specific about say buying new wedding clothes or something, <laughs> which I don't believe is the application. No, no, <laughs> Although I do shopping. love a little yeah. retail. Yeah, therapy. really. <laughs> To vibe, to vibe. Oh, right on, boom. So, so good. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Mark, for uh, being here at the Big Three. Oh, it's nice it's to nice be back. Yeah. <laughs> good to have you. The <laughs> listeners are pretty happy you're back as well, I must say. <laughs> at least for question two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, Matt. Fantastic. Um, what was that like for you to have your uh, your message just kind of explained further? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, like there are, there are big um, – there are big topics that are kind of just so, well, I mean, the, the, the topic of um, the elect and predestination yeah, yeah. is just so skimmed. Like Rita said, it's yeah, just yeah. this throwaway line, yeah, yeah. line right at the end. I guess the violence is more dominant, but but they're not, they're not the paramount purpose of the no, parable. No, no, so no. it's like, yeah. but yet they, are, they, they pose these questions yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, they come yeah. up and violence comes up in scripture. Yeah, so yeah. what do we do with that? Yeah. Cause surely Jesus. Yeah. So like, I mean, I love the opportunity to kind of go down those questions that um, on a Sunday we can't. Well, you can't. No, um, you can't. Unless people wanted us to start preaching for several hours, yeah. which ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> no. um, I'm always fanging for a coffee no, after a 25 minutes. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, like I, I mean, I do think that we should do a fourth question on yeah, violence yeah, in the Bible. Yeah. Um, I know of many people who would love to listen to that, myself yeah. included. I think we've um, got one on predestination. We've got we? one on we've predestination. Got one in the bank. Go look confirm. for that. <laughs> um, go back through the archives, yeah, and you, you will can find, find it. it. Just a little search. Um, but yeah, but uh, like. There's a lot in it. There's oh, a lot man. in it. So. How, this has been incredible though, this series. Like, hey, it's parables. Like they're literally just a short story. Yeah. And and Jesus, the master storyteller, mm. just tells these stories. We walk into them and boom. Yeah. Mind blowing. No, I have loved this yeah. series. It's been a good one. Um I hope everyone else has as oh, well. Same, same. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that is the end of our big three questions. If you want to be part of the conversation, make sure you are there at one of our services on Sunday, either on site or online, and uh, snap the Slido QR code or follow the link uh, before the sermon to get involved. If you've enjoyed the Big Three podcast today, take the time to give a star rating and be sure to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all future episodes. Thanks for joining us for this week's Big Three and our deep dive into God's invitation for us. And remember, there is no thought too small, no question too big. Mm-hmm.